when I started exploring sacred sexuality is when I came into the energies of masculine and feminine. Um, and those polarities are really important um, in that conversation of sacred sexuality for uh, for intimate connection, for spicy polarity, for like hot sex is like the masculine and the pre- and the feminine should both be in the room. And if you're listening to this and these concepts are new to you, know that all of us have these energies within us. All of us have this masculine and feminine energy within us, regardless of what our gender is. Hello everyone, it's me, Julianne Wong. In this podcast, we are going to have real, unfiltered, and deep conversations to help you in your journey of personal development. I'm a health coach, but just like you, I also go through all the ebbs and flows of life, and I choose to share my own journey here that hopefully you can learn from and will inspire you to invest in you, be your healthiest, and reach your fullest potential. Enjoy! Hello everyone, welcome back to the Talks by Jay Wong. It's me, Julian, your host. Um, I hope you're all doing well. It's a Friday night here in New Jersey and it's raining. I'm very cozy in my bedroom right now and I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. This episode is very special because I had a conversation with Jenna Miller who is a feminine embodiment and sacred sexuality mentor. So just to kind of give you a little background as to why I decided to bring on Jenna here on my podcast, why I invited her is because the theme for this month is spirituality. And this is an area in my life right now that I'm currently working on. It's an area in my life that I feel like I need to put a lot of my energy just to kind of bring in some grounding and just to connect more with myself because I'm not gonna lie you know the past few months it has been a lot like starting your own business and and you know just doing a lot of different things it's a lot and I feel like I've been very on the go being run by my to-do list and I just need to just freaking slow down. I just need some grounding moment. And at the same time, I've been having a lot of spiritual awakenings. I never thought that I'll be talking about this over here so publicly, but I've really gotten into spirituality even more the past few months. You know, I started meditating last year. That has truly changed my life. I've meditated every single day. And this year I've gotten into manifestation. If you missed my last um, episode with Marley Harris, we talked about manifestation. And this time around, I really wanted to dive in deeper into feminine and energy and just like embodying this feminine side of me because I've been struggling a lot with this as well lately like I just feel too masculine with the things that I'm doing because I'm always you know on the go on the to-do list I feel like I'm running in a autopilot mode all the time and one of the ways that I distress is through my workouts and my workouts 
have been feeling a lot of you know very masculine as well because I do weights I love weight training I love resistance training you know it really gets me into the zone however at the same time it brings so much it brings out so much of my masculine energy I hope I'm making sense here you know not to put such a bad you know not not that there's anything wrong with weight or resistance training feeling masculine like I freaking love it but it's just that you know sometimes it's just so hard to touch in and get in tune with that feminine side of yours if that's the type of workout that you're doing. I know I'm not alone on this. So I just really wanted to put some light into that because as women, we should definitely be proud that we could lift weights, we do resistance training. And at the same time, we also need to just find ways how we could bring some feminine energy into that and Jenna Miller actually talks about this um, on this episode because we had a question I asked you guys on Instagram if you have any questions about feminine embodiment and one of you asked you know how can you embrace your feminine energy if you are doing more of masculine type of activities workout or sports and Jenna Miller shares here you know how you can bring more fun play and some you know uh sexiness is that even a word <laughs> so um I'm very excited for you to hear this at the same time I was very real on this episode with her because we did a little mini coaching session um I kind of shared a couple things that I was feeling at that moment when we recorded this. Um, it was two weeks ago. And I was opening up as to how I was feeling at that moment. And I think you're going to love it. If you're, I really suggest for you to really tune in into that because you are going to feel the magic of her work, of Jenna's work, the energy around it. It's I don't know how to describe it. I feel like you just have to listen to this and feel the energy of of just embracing this feminine side of yours. And there's just some healing power when it comes to that. I cannot describe it. That's all I could say. And with that, I'm, you know, very excited for you to listen to this again. And if you find any value on this episode, or if you resonated anything with it, please let me know, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And with that, let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. And today I am with Jenna Miller, who is a feminine embodiment coach. So I had a coaching session with her a couple weeks ago, and it was mind blowing because this is an area right now for me that I'm struggling, like embracing my feminine energy. And I wanted to bring her onto my podcast so that she could share the work that she does because I feel like it's very amazing. It's very unique. 
and um, she's going to talk more about it. I'm going to let her explain who she is, what she does exactly, and walk us through what a coaching session would look like for her because I feel like this is, as a woman, this is something all we need. I'm just embracing more of her feminine energy, especially if you're creating your own business right now or if you're into weight training. I feel like you struggle with this. So um, Jenna, welcome to my podcast and feel free to introduce yourself however you feel called to do so today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I do embodiment and sacred sexuality uh, mentorship, and I really support uh, hearts with stepping fully into or more deeper into their pleasure, play, and intimacy. So cultivating that sense of feeling really juicy, turned on, um, and embodied in the parts of yourself that for a lot of us are told to kind of suppress, not really touch, not really access, um, not really turn into and that's I think it's truly my my purpose here on this planet is to is to hold people's hands and help them meet that part of themselves to really feel alive and um, excited about life again I think sometimes we get into these autopilot situations where we're just living um, and I want to bring the life back into um our body. So I really work with the energetic body and the physical body with movement, with breath, with uh, visualization, um, and then supporting in a dialogue about intimacy, relationships, pleasure and play to really bring that whole holistic approach to feeling really good in our in our bodies. No, I like what you said, um, where we're just like pretty much running in autopilot. Like I feel like Right now, most of us are just like, oh, what's the next thing that I should be doing? Um, what's the next thing? Where should I go next? I was just like reading a book. Sorry to go, go off tangent right away, but I was just like literally reading a book about being present. Like, can you just like sit still and embody how are you feeling right now? And yeah, I feel like that's very important. So let me ask you, how did you start or how did you get into this space of like feminine energy? How did it all started with you? Yeah, I kind of giggle because it's like I was always supposed to do this and like I didn't have another way is like, you know, kind of the honest truth answer of it. But um, it really came out of a, a genuine like love and curiosity for um for just like the things that people tell you not to like talk about or explore right like sex to me was always something that was I was like oh like what's like what's on the other side of that and I grew up with a dad as a doctor and a mom as a um, spiritual like life coach and it gave me this really like interesting dynamic where um we had these really just honest conversations and uh, they were rooted in science. And then also there was this, this aspect of uh, really vulnerable, juicy conversations that my mom would bring to the table about our connections to ourselves. And so this created this ground for me to be able to feel um, like sexuality was something that it was like safe to explore and safe to ask questions about. And I know that's a unique situation. I came from a Catholic school background where sex education was like nothing, right? You're told yeah, like, like you cannot talk about it. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. 
And so this was unique because I was able to, at home, have very honest conversations about what it means to live in a body and to be in relationship with other humans. And so, you know, on on at recess at school and stuff, my girlfriends would like be asking me questions and then I'd either have an answer from having that conversation with my parents or I'd bring that question back and be like, hey, is this normal like should this be happening like what would you do in this situation and my parents equipped me with being able to go back and be like hey well this is you know what I think is it could be helpful right um so that was sort of my upbringing and then I studied sociology and psychology in university and I really thought I would do some type of therapy I would be in um you know social work or a sex therapist but for some reason, it never really felt like when I was studying in academics, it never really felt like the perfect fit. Like I kind of was like something's missing here. And when I left university after I had, had I had uh, finished my degree, I figured out that the spiritual aspect was really what I was missing from my schooling. And then so I started weaving that in um, with studying sacred sexuality and Tantra and seeing some of more of those um, those pieces of the puzzle that, you know, aren't in a textbook, like weren't in my human sexuality textbooks or weren't mm-hmm. in my psychology textbooks and um, feeling really excited and lit up about that. And so when I started exploring sacred sexuality is when I came into the energies of masculine and feminine. Um, and those polarities are really important um, in that conversation of sacred sexuality for uh, for intimate connection, for spicy polarity, for like hot sex is like the masculine and the, pre- and the feminine should both be in the room. And if you're listening to this and these concepts are new to you, know that all of us have these energies within us all of us have this masculine feminine energy within us regardless of what our gender is and I wish they had different names unfortunately they don't but um, it's kind of like the yin and the yang right the the Mm -hmm. dark and the light the moon and the sun and um, these coexist in us but we all have at our at our core a core sexual essence so the part of ourselves that um, either wants to be ravished or wants to ravish our partners and that's the part of polarity that I've really come to study and understand so that we can have really fulfilling enriching relationships and intimacy that makes us feel like we're receiving what we desire rather than two like if you walk into a intimate dynamic and both of you are in your masculine energy or both of you are coming in like alphas right no one's receiving you're both trying to give or you're both trying to lead and that's like two bulls butting heads right they're not going to have that beautiful flow of give and take so that's kind of how I fell into it was the sacred sexuality route and then I was noticing how much women really needed the support with embodying that feminine energetic and feeling into the body so that that energy felt safe like accessing more of their sensual energy accessing more of their sexuality felt like something that was possible for them and we I really helped my clients do that through the feminine energy Mm. when did you exactly felt that women needed the space like is there a certain um what do you call this is there a certain moment in your life and you're just like aha you know what women needs my support on this 
Yeah, last year, I, I really just started my business last year. And when I started and decided to do this, I, I fell into it by my background was in makeup artistry and I was doing freelance makeup artistry. And then 2020 came along and all weddings were canceled and my business yeah. was wiped out from underneath me. And I said, this is really my time to step into the thing that my heart's been calling me to do, like my heart's been asking me to do. And then when I started doing energy exchanges with people because I wasn't confident to charge yet and I was just kind of feeling out like, hey, can I actually help people with the things that I've learned and self-studied and and been in relationship for the last you know decade or more? Um, when I did that, I was noticing a lot of the same patterns with the women I was working with. And that's when I, I kept getting asked, you know, questions about the masculine and the feminine and like about this feminine energy and how to embody it more and how to tap into it more. And that's when I really saw that need um, in that gap between where people were and where they desire to be. And um, then I kind of focused in on it a little bit more and studied it a bit more specifically so that I could support um, with that embodiment of the feminine flow, the feminine love, um, the feminine nourishment. Mm -hmm. So for someone who is new to like what exactly feminine energy and masculine energy is, because like, at least for me, I'm pretty much new to this. If I think about feminine energy, oh, that's being girly, like dressing like, like, you know, uh, with a dress and then a masculine, just like more like, you know, like those muscles, <laughs> like that's what's the first, like, those are the things that would first come into my mind. So like, could you explain what exactly is feminine energy and masculine energy is? Mm -hmm, for sure. So I would, if this is you, if you're similar to what you just described, um, just ask you to Think about it and drop the gender norm. So what society creates around men and women and how a man is supposed to present and how a woman is, a woman is supposed to present. Um, just try and come at this conversation from a bit of a neutral standpoint is allow some of those things to fall away that we've built up of, uh, you know, pink and blue of of muscles yeah. and thin of those types of things and I know it's challenging to approach it in a bit more of a neutral stance but um, for the sake of the conversation close your eyes and envision this um, the feminine energy in us and this and this is a part of men women non-binary folks anyone has this energy within you and the feminine energy is the part of us that seeks love it seeks nourishment. It seeks um, how can it give more love? How can it receive more love? It's vast. It's like the waters, right? If you think of like the oceans, waters, Moena, right? Like the the Disney movie Moena, like the um, the lush gardens, the uh, the nature, the moon, the cycles of the moon. Um, it is compassionate. It's uh, nurturing. It's empathetic. It's um, in flow. It's emotional. Right? Right? It's the part of us that um, is allows it uh, like a allows us the space to be in our emotions and to feel different things. It's it's have cycles to it, just as the moon has cycles to it, right? Um, to to full, to new, to waxing, to waning. Um, it's really the part of ourselves that is in flow and in movement. 
And then the masculine energy within us is the structure. It's the part of us that is mission or goal oriented or vision oriented. It's driving forward. It has a clear linear path towards something that it desires um, or wants to create. Um, it, uh, it, is strong and sturdy it, it really like i think of it if the feminine is the waters the uh, masculine is the river bend holding you know holding that structure in place for the for the water to flow in and it's the part of us that's disciplined it's um courageous it's wise it's uh it loves to listen and hold that space um and so yeah it's that goal vision oriented part of ourselves it's always seeking liberation through its missions and goals in life um and so those are what the the two divine examples of those energies are and it can get a little bit more complicated but i will share it just for sake of uh telling the story is these energies the masculine and the feminine can also present as wounded and so these are like the parts of ourselves that aren't fully embodied in the healthy expression of that form. So um, for the feminine energy, you can be you can have wounded feminine energy when you're like jealous or, you know, your emotions kind of get the best of you. You're in a bit of a um, a destructive emotional spin. With, Very with emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Overly um, emotional to the point of either self-destruction or destruction to others, right? It's not the part of us that's loving. Um, and um, the masculine wounded energy can present as like um, endure and like endures and strives even when they know they need rest right like persevering even through maybe feeling like oh I need I could use a rest right now I could really use like my body to rest and it's can be a little bit ruthless or controlling um and uh like harsh right and then that feminine wound can present as the jealousy or manipulation like you know manipulating others it's kind of like the worst qualities that you'd see in like a rom-com movie of like the female lead who's like uh irritating and trying to like get the guy you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the same as for the wounded masculine that's presented a lot in tvs and movies too as like it's like that that jock energy that's just kind of abusive and um destructive to those around them they're not compassionate and loving and uh um holding space for others so yeah mm. You know, one of the things that I love to talk about with my audience is burnout, um, because that's one of the reasons why I got into the space of health and wellness. Like, I know my body needs to rest. Like, I have done a lot of things already, but like, there's always that part of me that I wanted to do more. Like, what should I do next? Like, can I do more? Um, like, constantly pushing myself, you know? And it sounds to me that's like an example of a wounded masculine energy is that correct mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's, it's pushing past your own personal boundaries to a point of um exhaustion right there's a difference between striving towards a goal and really like being committed and clear towards that thing and and you know making maybe some sacrifices along the way or compromises to really to really fulfill your mission but it's not the the divine masculine wouldn't ignore their body's own um rhythms and their body's own um 
pings of like let's let's grab a glass of water like let's take a like a breather let's have a rest day um and so hustle culture which has you know uh, arrived us at that place of burnout culture is um is very much from a wounded masculine point of view is it possible for someone to have both wounded feminine and wounded masculine energy yeah for sure yeah and I think at the end of the day, all of us have a bit of it in, in us, right? All of mm-hmm. us have the ability to, um, you know, be divine in both our masculine and feminine. But then we have times where we're tired or we're not in our best self or we aren't, um, we're undernourished in our, in our basic needs. And then those things do come out, right? Like if you're, if you're really struggling to, um, uh, you know, you're, you're, people pleasing you're taking care of everyone first and and at the end of the day like you could feel really jealous about someone who has some time to rest and has time to kick their feet up and you know you could be manipulative to the people who are trying to help you and uh and and try and get your way that way or or again with the masculine wounded energy like you know if you're really trying to meet a goal if you really have a a vision that you want to complete you may push past those boundaries that you do have within yourself because you just the goal is so um you can taste it you can feel it and you just want to get there and maybe some things uh you know you aren't your kindest while you're pushing towards that thing and you may um yeah things kind of can the wheels can fall off a little bit so i believe that we all kind of have um those parts within us and it's just about seeing the shadow in the light right seeing the the yin and the yang the the sun and the moon of all of us and then um working to really embody that more divine expression of the energy so that you feel really uh like you have your own back like you are taking care of yourself that you're um nourishing yourself and feeling good okay so since we're using this an example right now of like constantly needing to push for more which is an example of a wounded masculine energy and then you also brought up like let's say jealousy as a wounded feminine energy so if someone maybe someone out there is feeling this way that's why we're giving these example right like who knows or who needs to hear this right now so how can they start healing this energy like if you could like give them i don't know one two or three things that they could start doing so that they could still, so that they could heal this wounded energy within them. I think the first thing is always just that self-awareness. Like, what do you even, what's, what's even here and alive for you right now? What are you feeling? And I think sometimes when I dig into this with clients, it's like, they don't even know what's, how they're feeling or what's on their heart and their mind. They're just like uncomfortable. They're just feeling something or feeling those emotions. And none of us want to be jealous. Like none of us like want to feel those things, but they come up because, there's a gap somewhere, right? And so I would say the first thing is really identifying, like, what are you feeling? Um, And can you identify where that's coming from? So if I'm really feeling, let me use you as an example, if I'm really feeling jealous of you for having created, you know, your new coaching program and signing up new clients and like, you know, your body is beautiful and like your, your, your fitness is just killing it. And I'm like looking at you and I'm thinking, oh, well, she has that. And like, that's, Uh, I can start speaking poorly about you, right? And like trying to make myself 
bigger because I want to uh, I want to make you feel smaller and noticing that part of my, and by the way this is not at all how yeah. I feel about you it's just a, a, an example right I think it can be kind of relatable especially for women and, and young women growing up I think this is kind of a um, a fair example and so noticing maybe the insecurity in myself of feeling like I maybe I'm not where I want to be with my business or I'm not really where I want to be in my fitness journey and what in you is inspiring me or making me feel um uh something in my body you know something sticky or something excited that's making me feel like I have to minimize your success and where can I explore that part of myself with curiosity and compassion to say like oh well you know, I could reach out for help. I could ask her what she's doing. I could make my own plan for my business. I could get support from other places for my business or my fitness goals. Um, And I think that that can be a really beautiful place to start is really identifying what's there. And then where do you desire to go? Like what, what's, where are you sitting at presently and where do you desire to go? And typically in between that gap of where you are and where you desire to go is a, is a need for some self-nourishment. So self-nourishment there in that example of me being jealous of you, it could be me, um, working on myself, love to self, right? Like nourishing my own body with love and respect and speaking kindly to myself. Because if I'm speaking nasty to someone else, it's likely that I'm speaking 10 times as nasty to myself, right? Mm, So in that, yeah, yeah. In that gap is about really, um, giving yourself what you need and what you're seeking externally. And if you can't seek that within self, where can you find the support or the resources to lean into? Where do, what do you have access to, to be able to feel more? And I keep coming back to the word, but it's, it's nourished. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the example of the wounded masculine, like if you're really enduring and striving, even when you know you need rest or you're kind of pushing towards the edge of burnout, um, like, where could you ask for support? Where could, like, where could you identify why is this? Um, because the masculine energy in us can get really caught up in the goal, like in the long term future, because they put a lot of their eggs or a lot of their, um, the weight on the end prize. And they don't think so much about the journey because it's so linear. It's, it's like very directional thinking forward. So where can you start to celebrate yourself in the little steps along the, the path, right? The stones that you're laying to get to the end goal to really say like, oh, well today, uh, if, you know, let's use the example again of building a business. So mm-hmm. You're really wanting a bunch of long-term um, high ticket paying clients, but you're still like getting your contract out and you're uh, affirming your packages and maybe you're launching a podcast and then you're creating free, free value. And like all of these things along the way are, are things to really celebrate and get excited about and feel that excitement within your body. But the masculine is like, keep going, like keep, yeah. keep striving. <laughs> We're not at the goal yet. So for, in that example, I would say, how can you celebrate the small things along the way? And how can you meet yourself in the things like rest and um, uh, and rejuvenation for you to actually keep going the long mile, like keep going that far stretch? I think one of the things that we also worked together when I had my coaching session with you 
um, was creating boundaries around like working hours. Cause like, you know, you know, this as yourself, as like running your own business, sometimes you just want to work 24 seven because like, if I'm not working, no one's happening. I, I mean, nothing's happening. So, but like creating boundaries, I feel like would be such a good example, you know, for someone who could probably relate um, to us right now, like creating those set boundaries like oh these are like the only hours that I would work or you know what today my body needs rest like this is what it needs right now and I need to honor that would you agree about creating boundaries for sure yeah I love to see like boundaries as the the sacred masculine within us like holding the space for our feminine to then like play and relax and rest in right it's kind of like um it's putting up like a little playpen and then putting yourself in it and being like, this is the area that you get to um, relax in. And I'm a very visual person. So that's how that comes through. But yeah, I, I think, I mean, boundaries are, are so helpful for everyone involved. And um, I think when you can learn that art of holding your own boundaries, um, it really amplifies the amount of pleasure you can experience in your life. So the first step, I love your um vis- uh visual, what do you call this? Your visuals, by the way, like the river. Was it the river that you said? Like yeah. the feminine yeah. energy is like the water and then like the masculine energy is like the boundaries. I feel like that is such a good visual, people. So think about that whenever you think about what is feminine energy and masculine energy. So you said your first step um to heal these wounded energy that someone would have is to bring in awareness like what am, is that like asking what am I feeling or where is this feeling coming from and then what would be the next step after that once they've finally recognized what exactly they're feeling because I know like this is freaking hard to just freaking admit that I'm jealous of this person or this is how I'm feeling like bringing awareness like it sounds so easy oh I'm just like aware of being jealous but it's so freaking hard to admit that because you're at the same time you're kind of like putting yourself down as well like why am I feeling jealous you know and sometimes that could be very vulnerable to admit even just to you even just like you know to yourself so once someone has admitted that they're feeling jealous or they're really pushing themselves so much to the limit that they're so close to feeling burnout again what would be the next thing that they that they would do? Yeah, it's that really that loving space of, um, and I know how vulnerable that, or like how uncomfortable it can be to kind of like unpack something within yourself that um, maybe doesn't feel so good in your body to acknowledge or to witness. And that's why um, people like me exist, right? To support other folks with that journey. If, if you are navigating something and you do desire the support with it, because I know that the shadow work of um, seeing maybe like the, the wounded part of the masculine and the feminine energy, it's, it, it does take a, a, a delicate dance to navigate through. Um, so yeah, for me, the next step is, is having that love and compassion, like with self. And so that, that self, um, acknowledgement of like, okay, there's a bit of uh, a tenderness here or a bit of a, um, heaviness on my heart or on my chest and being really like present with your body and those emotions to say like, 
I've got you. I, I can hold you and I can we can move through this together. And I think that presence is what a lot of people skip because they're just looking for the solution, right? But your body and your mind is like, I want some attention. I want some nourishment and like, let me let me have my moment of feeling these things. So um, I would say try and drop the judgment, right? Because that's not it's not serving a purpose. That's not helpful, right? To move forward. Where can you even just chip away of, of that a little bit of judgment that you're experiencing for yourself and fill up that space with some more love to say like, I'm doing my best right now. I am, I'm doing the very best I have with the resources I have and what I've been known to be true. Um, and then it's a, to me, it's like rest and recover like take some time to to breathe to center yourself maybe spend a couple minutes in in um in just quiet time not consuming or scrolling or listening to a podcast like just relaxing your nervous system to be able to to chill out um and then you can move forward from a really like a a a cleaner slate really no like even just like you think just chill out, like create some space, you know, just to rest and recover. Like it sounds so easy, but it's so hard to do. Like if you tell me, can you just like sit down and not do anything even for two minutes? I feel like the mind automatically goes, okay, what should I be doing next? Why am I sitting down here? Like it's so hard to do that. And just like create holding space for yourself. It's not easy as well. So let's say, I did that and I feel this urge that, you know what, I need the support, then I reach out to you. How does your coaching session look like? So if I'm a client, um, a prospect client of yours, like, hey, Jenna, I really need some help, you know, just creating this safe space for me to acknowledge these feelings that I've brought into awareness, like the jealousy and the constantly need to push for more. How does a coaching session look like? Mm-hmm. I just want to jump back to your your question just before this one real quickly before I explain that because I think it's important to recognize that I do know that the logical way of accessing like and it, it, how what I just described can be very challenging and like that's not necessarily an easy way to navigate for a lot of folks. Um, and that's why I love embodiment work is because you can kind of bypass, like having to think it through, like logically, like you can in your body move through emotions and transmute energy, um, on a, uh, on a physical, like, uh, in a physical way that makes it less heady. Because I think sometimes we're trying to think, think our way through our problems and that's not always helpful. Sometimes the body can be really supportive and actually pointing the, the way for us. Um, and, you know, I have, I always give my clients like integration tools and that's like um, some type of audio for them to listen to after we disconnect for them to do some work and to continue doing what we're doing and that embodiment uh audio could look like you know prompting your body to move through postures or shaking or kind of like um releasing like feeling into the spaces that uh feel uncomfortable and allowing that 
the postures of your body to show you the way um and i think that that's a that's why i love embodiment work is because i feel like we don't have to sit down in a clinical type of setting or way and talk through all of our problems and things we can allow the body to lead and the mind to take a little bit of a back seat for once so yes a session with me um i kind of pointed to a little bit of that there but what it looks like is I always ask for an intention from whoever is coming to to be with me um we we connect about that just 24 hours or so before the session starts and that could be as simple as I my intention is to feel connected to myself or my tension and my intention is to feel um to explore my sensuality or my intention is to feel more grounded, um, whatever that looks like. And then in the session, we start off with just a bit of chit chat, like, where are you at? What's coming up for you? And then we'll dialogue a little bit back and forth just to explore what is there. And, and for me to get a bit of an understanding of where you're at. Um, and then in the session, we could go into some embodiment work. So, you know, me sharing some audio, um, me guiding you through my voice, through moving your body or through a visualization for you to feel um, feel into something and to experience something. I really use my intuition and energy work. So I utilize um, not only the embodiment piece of it, but I also have tools in my pocket like energy work that deals with the chakra system or um, even the Akashic records is a spiritual tool that I, I go into as well with some with some folks that are having a really time, hard time, like even just navigating what is the thing that they're sorting through and what needs support. Um, and then we end it by just filling the body back up with light, really feeling the desire and the pleasure in the body. Because anywhere you kind of move stuff around, um, you want to make sure you're filling that that body back up with with love and light um, and real hope. So at, towards the end of the session, we'll just really visualize into um, what you're desiring to create for yourself. So I know um, in a lot of examples, it's really seeing the client really seeing themselves in like their full expression of their sensuality or their full expression of like that goddess within them. Um, and then we'll disconnect and I'll uh, create a, a recap of our session, kind of put the, the key points of what we went over and then create a tool or give you a tool for you to continue doing the work. Cause I know it doesn't end at 60 minutes. Um, and uh, for just technicality, we, we meet on zoom um, typically on video so I can guide your body through the experiences. And then the follow-up email usually has an audio recording in it for you to either go into meditation, into visualization, or to go into embodiment and move your body. Yeah. Lovely. Have you noticed any like specific intention that most women would come to you? Like, you know what, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I need help with. It's kind of uh, interesting because it's always like you know I'll have like influxes of times where people are coming to me and it's like the like little cohort of people in like a month or whatever will all be similar uh-huh. so um for instance like in February everyone was coming to me because they wanted to receive more they wanted to like learn how to soften to be able to receive from other people which was okay, really is it cool. about like centered around love <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. receiving from their partners like you know um not feeling like they're 
you know, pushing things away from themselves or not feeling like they have to do everything for everyone. That real people pleasing, people pleasing is a wounded um, feminine uh, quality as well. So that aspect. Um, and uh, recently it's been just how do I access more of that, uh, the feminine uh, beauty within me. So it's like that, like I said that, and that's why I gave the example, but that goddess archetype, like how do I access more of that like radiant part of myself that feels really like juicy and expansive and fun and playful? And like, how do I return back to that feeling of just um, feeling really liberated in my expression? Because I think a lot of folks, especially in the year that we've been living in, just feel like squished into a box, feel like their light's been dimmed, um, which rightfully so, it's been a really challenging 14 months, but um, just coming back into their pleasure, into their sensuality, into their senses to explore um, what pleasure and play means for them. Interesting, like how you get like an influx of a specific intention, like does this happen like every month, like there's like a certain theme every month that comes up with your clients or you? it seems to be like a lot of similarities and, and Edeler will come in kind of threes. So like three people around the same time will be interested in like the same type of thing. Maybe they're not wording it the same way, but then once I do the session, I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. Another big theme that I had um, this uh, past quarter was everyone was wanting to use like adornment, like um, their dress or their makeup or their way of like how they were showing up in their physical expression of um, like being more playful and being more um, embodied in their, in their sensuality through like their hair, their makeup, their, the clothes that they were wearing, which was really cool. So um, I uh, am by no ex, no, by no means like a stylist or anything like that, but it was fun just to play. And that's where actually, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know, I do like the makeup Mondays of the feminine archetypes. And, um, that's where that came out of is like, everyone was like, how do I play more with my expression through, through my adornment? So, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break and talk about the guide that I have created for you. If you are living a life that you know that doesn't align to who you really are, or you feel like you are meant for more, but there's this feeling inside of you that you don't deserve it, or maybe you want to start nourishing your body and mind and start building habits that are more sustainable, then this guide is for you. And by the way, this is a free guide only because I wanted to share the exact tools that I have used that have transformed my own life. I know this is going to be so helpful for you. So basically how this guide works is you are going to download it. And for the next six days, you are going to receive an email from me so that I walk you through exactly on how you could start incorporating this on your daily lives. So if you want to feel aligned with your most authentic self, if you want to start investing in you now, go ahead and download that guide. The link to it is on my show notes. Interesting. So I don't know why I'm feeling called to do this right now, but are you willing to do like a 
co- like a little sneak peek of a coaching session like with me I'm, I'm more than happy to like be vulnerable over here on this um mm-hmm. on this podcast and just to, just like you know for someone to just really see how it is maybe because someone who maybe someone out there is having the same struggle as mine and they could find so much value to this and you know they could feel the energy that gift that you have that just needs to be put out there so that you can heal more wounded energy Mm -hmm. in the world yeah yeah do you have an intention in mind for something that you are moving through right now or that feels like you desire support with you know what my theme for this month I actually just sent out my monthly newsletter and my theme that I put out there was less doing and more being yeah and I feel like that kind of tie, ties up with, you know, just constantly pushing, pushing for more and not allowing some space to just rest and recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you feel like stops you from the being part of life? Like, what do you feel like is getting you so caught up in the doing? I feel like I just need to do everything all at once. Like, it just needs to happen today. Like, I could not wait for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I want you to close your eyes and just breathe in here for a second. Just a long inhale in through your nose and a long exhale out through your mouth. Just sinking into your body and into this space right now. Feeling the chair you're sitting on your feet on the ground and the weight of your bones sitting in your chair. I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to just feel into it, you know, see what comes through without judgment, just with curiosity and um, compassion for what is here. So what happens if you don't do it all at once? things will not happen like I feel like I won't accomplish things and what happens if you don't accomplish things I feel like I I'll be a failure and what happens when you fail I feel like I'm gonna disappoint myself because things did not work out did not work out for me. And if you were to fail and disappoint yourself, what would you do? I guess that's figuring out something else that might work for me. Mm. Do you feel confident in yourself of if you failed that you would pivot and and figure out something else that would work for yourself? I think I do, but I feel like it's, there's like fear around it. Mm -hmm. And what does that fear look like? What does that fear feel like? It goes back to failure again. Like, what if this another thing fails? Hmm. Why does failure feel big and scary? 
and let your body answer. Just have a couple deep breaths here. Why does failure have to be hard? I'm not sure actually. Maybe it will disappoint other people around me who has given their full support to the things that I am doing. Yeah. And if you didn't have their full support, how does that feel in your body? Lonely. Are you okay with being alone? I am okay with being alone, but I don't want to feel alone. Mm -hmm. Do you know that you have your own back? Do you feel as if you have your own back? Yes. And in reality, the people who support you and love you, if they did see you fail, do you think they'd turn your back, their backs on you? I think they would just say, keep pushing, keep trying. Mm-hmm. I want you to visualize going into a space where you made a mistake. You kept pushing and maybe you got exhausted and you fell off the track and you found yourself in a position where you weren't sure which way you were going to go. What you thought was the way towards the mission ended up being not the way. And you're in this place, in this tender space of feeling a bit confused, a bit uncomfortable. Can you feel into that space, into that energy? Yes, there's this feeling of uncertainty, just trying to figure it out. Where, what direction should I go next? Mm -hmm. And how does your body feel? It feels uncertain. So I want you to hold that vision of yourself in the space, in the tender space, in the confused, uncertain space. And I want you to call upon and see just above your head the divine version of Julianne. The version of yourself that has seen the whole project through 
She's seen to the end. She knows exactly where to go because she's been that through that course. She's in her white gown. She's got her hair tied back in her top in her tight bun and her gold jewelry on. And that version of you with your feet sandy in Tulum. She knows the path. There's there's no confusion, there's no uncertainty. She's above you looking at your timeline. I want you to step into that version of yourself for a second. Step into that skin. Feel the dress on your body. Feel the gold, cold jewelry across your neck and on your ears. Can you feel her? Yes. I want you to come down into that space where you're sitting. The version of yourself right now who's uncertain and has failed. And come down and kneel in front of her. Can you see her? Yes. I want you to extend your hand out. And allow the uncertain version of yourself to hold hands with your highest self. The version of you that is so clear, so confident, who knows the path. And with a gentle, loving hand that you extend out to yourself. Tell her you know the path. You know she's going to end up exactly where she wants to be and that she needs to be. That she is worthy of rest. She is strong because of her trials and tribulations. And that every failure is simply a lesson towards the greater vision. These failures are reframed as simply lessons learned along the path. Can you feel into these words as medicine coming from your higher self, filling up your heart in this moment of uncertainty? Yes. Can you share what she's telling me? Of course. This higher version of myself is telling me that it is through embracing slowness, just being more present wherever I'm at is what will bring me this peace and stillness 
that I long if things were certain. So beautiful. I want you to embrace each other. The version of you that's uncertain wraps her arms around the version of you who's clear and confident and in that white beautiful gown. Her love is enveloping you and in her wisdom and in her pleasure and in her confidence. And a swirl of golden light dances around the two of you. Bringing you into a new version of yourself. The one who's sitting right here in this chair right now. She has the wisdom of what's ahead and the confidence of the higher version of yourself. And she has the lessons of the uncertain aspect of yourself. Bringing new breath, new energy, new vibration to your work, to your mission. With knowledge that it gets to be easier. That your flow and your rest are essential to the process. Can you feel that? Yes. Take a couple of deep breaths in here. And just wiggle your fingers and your toes. Feeling your feet firmly planted on the floor. And coming back to this present chair, this present moment, the present microphone that you're sitting in front of. It's not that bad on the other side. Jenna, I am just saying, this gift of yours, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure whoever is listening to this right now just felt that freaking energy right there. I, I hope feel like so. every audience that's listening, every woman out there who feels burnout or who feels the way that I am feeling right now, you just heal their soul. I'm not lying. You're so cute. I'm like having goosebumps just by saying this because like the energy, it's so healing. I'm, I'm speechless. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I feel like I had another, like this is like the continuation of my coaching session with you. I'm just like, wow, it's, really about embodying that energy it's not about what exactly you have right now mm -hmm. but it's more about tuning in to what that inner self of yours is saying mm -hmm. yeah when you can quiet down and just make some space for all of the layers of yourself to exist and be in the same room and to explore them without the judgment, without the, you have to be this way, you have to look this way, you have to show up this way. There's real magic in that. There's a real beauty in what unfolds with just that compassionate heart. 
It's powerful. Very powerful. I know you also gave me one of the integration tools that you sent me after our session was a guided meditation. Do you do that um, on every client that you have? So every client that I have gets something a little bit different based on what they um, need. And I'm kind of building up this bank to be able to have resources that not necessarily every time I need to make something new because that is um, time, uh, time, uh, what's the word? It, it adds, the, yeah, yeah. And I think I'd be able to serve more people if I had a bit more of a, a file of like, okay, if you're looking to step into your self-worth, like this is the one for you. If you're looking to feel into your confidence, like this is the one for you. If you're looking to access your sensuality, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but right now, yeah, I customize them to each of my clients. So I get off the call with you. Um, I allow my intuition to guide me to what's what you need and what you're you're really looking for. And then I just hit record and I, I allow it to channel through me. Like I, I don't... Um, I sometimes have a bit of a rough plan of like how I will, I will support that person. But a lot of the times it's just me clicking in my headphones and the, um, the voice recording app on my phone. And I just, uh, allow the divine to really tell me what that person needs. And I'm like the pure clear channel for that message to, to come through. And I know that can sound a bit, uh, out there if, if <laughs> for some maybe listening in, um, but you did just, you, like, if you were just listening to the, to the part that we did here, um, live with you, then you'll see, like, it's, it's, um, I don't know where it comes from. I just, I just trust it. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, like, how do you really trust your intuition to this like it feels it sounds like to me that you have such a strong intuition just like to go like with just like a rough plan for example if probably if, when you created the guided meditation that you sent me which by the way you guys um the goddess that she just described me wearing a white dress with my gold jewelry in Tulum that was the goddess self that I saw during my coaching session with her so you can look into my Instagram if you want to see that picture just for a reference but how are you able to trust your intuition when creating you know this integration tools for your clients is there like a practice that you do every single day to really strengthen that yeah I do I feel like it's been a long time coming um I and there's a lot of pieces to it and it's I mean that could be a whole podcast on its own but mm -hmm. yes I do have daily practices I have a daily practice of cleansing and clearing my energy um to release you know um I command and clear my energy every day I um I built a new relationship with the divine into what I know God to be I grew up, like I said, in, in, in the Catholic religion. I went to Catholic high school, elementary school, and university. So faith was like a big part of my um, educational upbringing. And I had to re, really rewrite my relationship and re-meet that relationship that I have with the divine and with God. Um, so that's been an important piece because each time I jump on a client session, I just, I have a small prayer that I say, and I just say like, let me be the pure, clear channel to bring the love and nourishment that Julianne needs today or Jenna needs today or, or whoever I'm working with to really allow that to be in relationship. And I think, um, you know, having my mom embody this stuff since a young age, I think is a big part of why it feels like quote unquote normal. 
um, for me to, to do, but, um, yeah, it felt very weird in the beginning, but then in the first few sessions where I was doing things like this, I was noticing how impactful they were. And then that gave me the confidence to just keep trusting it, like to keep leaning in. It's like, you know, you do, you do something a couple of times and you feel like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm good at it. And you're getting yeah. the, the feedback that it's helpful. Then I feel like that kind of flexes the muscle where you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I can, I can keep doing this. I can keep closing my eyes and breathing. And that's really what I do is I close my eyes and I just, I was closing my eyes through that whole session here where we were just connecting and I allow what needs to come through to, to come through my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, no, which they are very impactful, like for sure, like so impactful and just like so blown away. Like I'm, I'm still speechless like right now. I'm like, geez, like I feel like every woman just needs to work with you because I feel like a, one way or another, we need to embrace more of our feminine energy, you know, whatever you're feeling right now. So I know you mentioned about your program. We literally pretty much just like gave them an idea of how a coaching session would look like for you and I know you recently launched your co new coaching program right like you have a new offering right now would you want to speak about that so that for anyone who's interested to diving deeper with you um th they would have an idea how it how it would look like yeah so I just launched um packages uh for three and six months um mm -hmm. the three month package involves uh six calls and the six month package involves 12 calls and it's basically two per month um with again the integration tools following our sessions and then voxer support and if you're not familiar with voxer it's like a walkie-talkie app so you can talk you can talk and text me in between our sessions um and uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful relationship that we get to build where we can build on one session to the next or kind of jump all over different topics that you're interested in doing and then having a lot of high touch with me where you get to really have the support that you're desiring because I do know that these topics, um, they're, they can be really big and some stuff can really come up through the exploration of them. So um, that's why I have the, the term or like the, um, the duration of the packages that I do. And two, I have a free connection call. So if you're interested in this felt like, oh, wow, I'm really curious about this. There's no obligation to do anything when you jump on a connection call with me, but we can talk about um, what you're moving through and what you desire support with. And then if it feels good, then we can, uh, I can share with you what the prices are and if it feels right to, to go in, but also my prices are on my website. So, um, I'm, I'm not hiding them by any means. The connection call isn't to sell to you or, um, to hide my prices, but, um, the connection call is a beautiful way. I know, um, you did one too, right? Before mm -hmm. we ever worked just to kind of see where you're at and for me to get an idea like can I actually help you? And is this something that maybe, um, requires something a bit more in, in, uh, uh, more like maybe therapy or more like trauma support because if there's things there that I actually don't have the the skill set to be able to help you with I'll let you know I'll say um you know that's not my that's not my wheelhouse I can't I can't I can't hold you in that space uh well I can hold you in the space but I can't um move through it with the right uh integrity to be able to do so so yeah that's what it looks like on jennamiller.ca is all of you can find out the packages and you can see a little bit more in there um and you can book a connection call on the website there too 
Awesome. And you guys, I literally just booked a connection call with Jenna before I had a coaching session with her. And I was just like, oh, I just want to explore this feminine energy because I think when I came to you, I was really struggling about just embodying more of my feminine side because I was in the process of launching my program and my podcast at that point. And there's like so much masculine energy around that time. And as well as with my workouts, right? And then when I booked my connection call with her, I just want to share this story. Um, I was like, oh, should I sign up for a coaching session with Jenna? At that time, you were still offering your one session call, right? And when I was checking the time, no, was it the time? No, it wasn't the time. But when I asked her, how much is your price? And she's like, can I... Can I mention the price over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like her old price, because this is an old price, right? This mm-hmm. is your proof. Okay, so her yeah. old price at that point was like one eleven, and I was like one eleven. And that day, I've been seeing one eleven multiple times, and then that's when I knew no, I need to connect with Jenna. I feel like the universe is sending um, you to me to really embody this feminine energy. Cause I was really struggling at that point. So absolutely so cool. go. I know it's like, I was having goosebumps. I think we were both having goosebumps when I said that, right. During our connection call. So if you're someone who wants to explore this one, I would take advantage, you know, connect with Jenna because you will feel her energy. And I guarantee you that you're just going to want for more <laughs> and you're going to want her for three months or six months. Um, But can you just explain the importance of working three months and six months with you? Because I feel like this is an area in the coaching industry. Like, why do I need to work with you for three months and not just for a one coaching session? Yeah. So I, I totally get that. And um, if, if, so I have offered one-off sessions, but I was yeah. just feeling like it was a bit of a disservice to folks because it was setting this unrealistic expectation of like us to really move through um, the full intention of what someone was coming to me in, in 60 minutes. And it wasn't, I don't think it was a fair uh situation. So I created the packages based on um, the work that I've done over the last year that ha- that I've found are points where I've really started to see like actually um, like a turning point for, for, for the women that I'm working with. Um, and, you know, kind of we go through these phases, like we go for the first phase of like exploring and what's here, what do we, what do we, um, what's alive and what's real, what do we, what do we have in front of us? And then we go through the movement of like, okay, what do we um, desire to create? What it, what would feel really good in my body to, um, to add in or to change or to um, embody? And then the third phase is like we actually do it right you know and and sometimes the the relationship that we have um between session one and session six or session 12 um is completely different and your comfortability with even me like um you know embodying something on on uh, on a live call with me can be very different and and we build that trust over that time because some of these topics are stuff that people only talk about with maybe even their just their partner or just their best friend or maybe even like no one to be honest so um I've had that happen a lot where people's like I haven't told this to anyone but dot 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 right and so I uh I've really found that three-month relationship to be the most effective at really helping 
anchor in the things that you want to create, like anchor in the the version of yourself that you want to embody um, long term. Yeah. Lovely. And I feel pretty much the same way with my health and mindset coaching too. I'm just going to share that out there because like, like the first few calls with my clients, it's usually, oh, what food should I be eating? What workout should I be doing to feel my best? And then, you know, I just really want to like lose the weight that I've been trying to lose for the longest time or I want to gain weight, whatever their health goal is. Like it always starts with a physical aspect, like, you know, the very shallow ones. And then later on during, you know, as we go on through our coaching program, like on our fourth goal or fifth or sixth goal, like there's this new aspect that has been unlocked. Like, you know what? This is more than just about food. Like there's Mm -hmm. an area of my spirituality like feminine energy is an example of spirituality right like I'm really struggling in this area like I feel like this is an area I need to feel more balanced so that I can feel fully nourished not Mm -hmm. just from the outside but from within so and healing happens in those layers right and so I think um those those longer term um relationships that we have with the with the folks who come into our corners like that's you know, we can do, we can heal one layer, or like mm-hmm. explore one layer and then peel back into, you know, like the petals of a flower and really opening it up to feel like we are looking at it from more than just a, a zoomed in type of like deal with the symptom type of um, mentality. Right. Right. Um, and I know it's crazy how it's been an hour already since we started recording. <laughs> um, I wish we had more time, but I asked, um, my audience on Instagram, um, if they have any questions for you about feminine energy, and most of the questions is about how to embrace or how to embody feminine energy if you're doing more of like a masculine activities. Like my audience are like you know, into weight trainings and at the gym, being at the gym, like how could someone embody their feminine energy when they're very much into that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I read this question, the first thing that came to mind is like, I do really want especially women to know that the masculine in- energy within them and leading with that part of themselves is not wrong. And for business owners or for women who have really, um, really big fitness goals and that kind of thing, like the leading with that masculine energy is beautiful. It's going to help you create those, uh, make those goals a, a reality and manifest them, right? Um so that is the first thing I really wanted to say is because I think a lot of women make them wrong, themselves wrong for feeling like a bit more of that into that energy. And that's not the case at, uh, by any means. Like you're, you're perfect the way you are. Yeah, I think I've um, done that a lot of do like, why am I so masculine? Like just putting like a wrong light to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's strength in that. So kind of two, two pieces of advice. One is um, there's the feminine archetype, the huntress and the huntress is really about goals. It's the most masculine of the feminine archetypes. It's really like the wonder woman type of energy. Like it's like strength embodied, um, but in a very like beautiful, artful type of way. So if you um, want to dance in the archetypes at all, you can call upon that huntress energy in your workouts and really like in, feel into that vibration of the Wonder Woman of um, the, you know, the D- Disney character Brave, right? The, um, uh, that, uh, the, you know, the, arch- I don't know if that's her name, but the redheaded um, Disney character who has the archery. Anyway, no, 
I mean, Mulan would be a good huntress, uh-huh. yeah, too. But um, so feeling into that archetype uh, would be a great way if you're doing something that feels a bit more like you're having a hard time identifying with fully like leaning in that masculine energy, calling upon um, that piece would be helpful. And then also just bringing some fun into it. So if you are doing like a kind of a heavy lifting set, um, if you're feeling like, you know, you're, you're doing things that are exerting a bit more of that strength, if there's a bit more structure to your workout, just how can you add some play? Like how can you dance in between the sets or how can you connect with your breath in between the sets and like really feel into your pleasure body? Or how can you maybe listen to some music that's like sexy and salsa or like kind of like fun and, um, playful right to bring back that vibration of love into the work that you're doing so it's not just about the end goal it's also like I'm feeling good in this moment um, and there's pleasure in play in this moment um, and I can still access that kind of creative artful part of myself so that would be my advice I love that just like not putting a negative light to it of your masculine side and as well as just even it's like, you know, being more playful and just dancing in between sets. I feel like that's very helpful for someone to start with. But I still suggest to connect uh, for them to connect with you. Book that connection call with Jenna. Work with her. So um, plug yourself. Um, where could they find you? Where could they learn more about the work that you do? Your Instagram, your I think you mentioned your website, but like just go mention that again. Yeah, so my website um, has everything about my services on there. It's jennamiller.ca and we can, um, we'll we'll spell that out and add it maybe to the show notes or something for you. But it's J-E-N-N-A-M-I-L-L-E-R dot C-A. I'm Canadian. So that's that one. And you can also access it by dot co as well. So dot C-O. But um, that's me. And then I'm most present um, on social media pretty much only on social media via Instagram at Jean or Mill. So it's J-E-A-N-E-R-M-I-L-L. Um, and that's where you'll see me uh, interacting in my community and we can connect there. You can book a connection call through the link in my bio on Instagram or you can book it through um, my website as well. So it's just a Calendly link for a free, for a free chat. And uh, yeah, those are the ways. Um, can we share what you're launching next week over here? I mean, I for the when most part, by the up? time that this podcast episode is going to be out, um, I think you should have launched that already. So would you want to yeah. mention that? Uh, so my podcast is launching as well, which I'm really, really excited about. I love the space of audio. I've loved being guests on people's podcasts. And I just said, like, I think this is a really great way to connect um, in community and to have conversations. So it won't just to be about um, sexuality and um, sensuality. It'll also just, it'll be about the vastness of the human experience. So the shadow and the light, I'll be talking about all things, mental health, um, sobriety, skin, mm-hmm. um, confidence, uh, sensuality, embodiment, all kinds of stuff over there, which I think is going to be a really fun um outlet for me to channel my creativity and uh for me to feel connected to people in a world where we don't feel so connected anymore and um that'll be called the depth pot it's called depth with jenna miller oh i love that i was just gonna say oh you're really diving into every topic that we could think of and just like hold space for every intention that anyone could be coming to you so the the depth with jenna miller you said 
Yeah, D-E-P-T-H, depth. So just like deep yeah. Um, and really all about, yeah, accessing those parts of ourselves that people are just like, don't talk about, don't like, don't yeah. explore. Like don't those do taboo this. topics that no, 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 that's not allowed to be talked about. Like just go mm-hmm. write that, write that down on your journal <laughs> notebook and don't share that about to anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I hope by uh, this, this one coming out, you'll, you'll be able to uh, go over and check out, uh, I hopefully will be live by then as well if all goes well. If not, we'll just chop this out. <laughs> I know everything will work out for you perfectly. I'll make sure that I'll include all the links on my show notes um, to make it easier for everyone. And Jenna, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming into my podcast. It was such a pleasure connecting with you again and just sharing your energy, your gift um, to my audience. I Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was such a pleasure. So, loved it.